gavel time The banging of the gavel When Bill Handel says if they have a kiss Oh yeah, it's gavel time We know Bill Handel can't be a real judge Any place It's gavel time KFI Handel here on a Monday, June 18th uh, Some of the biggest stories that we're covering Of course, family separation issue uh, earthquake in Osaka, Japan. Three people died. And, uh, of course, uh, the fact is we're about to do, do they have a case, which is very important. And here are the rules. Uh, Wayne uh, comes up with uh, cases that are either being decided by the lower courts on appeal and have been decided on, on appeal or have gone all the way up. And I hear of at the same time you do. Oh, uh, is our Instagram up yet? There is an Instagram, uh, matter of fact, a couple of fun ones that we did, uh, not only over the weekend, but one we just did relating to, do they have a case? And uh, if you go there now, at Bill Handel Show on Instagram, you will see what I'm seeing for today's do they have a case. Yes, uh, I think you'll enjoy it. And that's on, uh, that's on Instagram, at Bill Handel Show. Yes, and sir. you've just tweeted something, too. And uh, I tweeted a photograph. Right. Uh, on on our Twitter at Bill Handel Show as right. well. Okay, do they have a case? Let's start it with Wayne. All right. So this is where the law can get so into the minutia. Here's what happened: Coast Guard are out patrolling. They see this boat. It's in international waters, and they think, "Oh, I wonder if they're smuggling some dope." Let's get on this boat. So they board the vessel, and. Uh, the, the captain of the vessel says, oh, this is, uh, we're from Ecuador. And they notice that on the side of the boat is painted a Colombian flag. Apparently, these two flags are very similar. I think Ecuador has a little coat of arms in the middle. Otherwise, they look the same. Well, in any event, they search the boat and they find drugs and there you go. So the, uh, they sued and they said, wait a minute, you can, you're not allowed to come on board a vessel that is of another country in international waters. But if you're a vessel that is stateless, the Coast Guard can come on as they please, even if they're in international waters. So here's what it boiled down to. The people on the boat said, we had a big flag painted on the side of the boat. What are you guys doing? And the government said, oh, no, 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 no. That doesn't count as flying a flag. Because it's painted on the side of the boat and it cannot flap freely in the wind, which is what you have to have to say that you're flying a flag. Who's right here? Does a painted flag on the side of a boat constitute flying a flag? I don't know. The only thing I can think of in terms of flying a flag is after I had my bariatric surgery. Uh, and uh, I lost so much weight in my ass that I could paint an American flag on it and actually fluttered in the wind. And is that a is well, that it's a interesting flag? that you bring up fluttering in the wind? Yes, with a flag painted on my very flabby ass. Is that considered 
a flag under international well, law. It's, it's not whether it's a flag, though. It's whether the flag is flying. Yes, I, but is that the law, or yes. is it uh, a? It has to be flying well, the a phrase, flag. The phrase in the law is, but right, the vessel must be flying the flag of another nation. You're right. That's minutia, and that's one of those. It could have gone either way with the courts, but since uh, this is an American court making a decision, and it depends on how racist the judges are. <laughs> <laughs> so I will simply I will simply take a guess here because it could not either way. And that is uh, both my ass that it flutters in the wind with an American flag uh, painted on it and a flag painted on a ship is not a flying flag. And they didn't give a flying flag whether or not. Well, nope. they did give a flying flag, flag. and um, you're wrong, but you're wrong this time in the wrong direction. You're correct. They said a painted flag is not flying because it cannot move in the air. But your butt painted that way, if it can flutter in the wind, yes. they probably would say so, it is flying. So I have a, I have a legitimate flying flag. As my uh, ass flutters in the wind, mm-hmm. and uh, a, it, now if uh, a, if I had uh, some tight buns, which now are tighter due to exercise, now it would just be a flag painted on my butt. Notice where I'm going with this in terms of the analogy. Well, you're talking this a is lot legally about your very, own this is legally, backside today. Uh, yeah, no, that's the backstory. Uh, one thing that's interesting about this ruling is it, it, it's a result that maybe is absurd because you could have a massive flag painted on your ship. That doesn't count. But you could have the tiniest a postage-size flag on a little stick, now hang on and a minute. that would count. That still counts within the law. So the word yep. visible uh, or uh it wouldn't even be the word. I guess it would. It would be visible it's, or easily visible is not in the law. No, it's flying. That's it's it. the word flying and what it means for a flag to be flying. And if it's just painted on something, it doesn't count. All right. Uh, let's take a break and go through as many more as we can because we spent the entire time uh, flying asses, uh, I guess. We spent half the time talking about your derriere. We'll be right back. Jennifer Jones Lee. This is way more fun. handle here it is a monday june 18th the biggest stories that we're covering of course family separation issue huge it's gotten some huge political legs and uh the uh separation of kids and the psychological damage we did that a few minutes ago all right back we go let's finish up uh the do they have a case segment of uh, the show where wayne reads me cases so far i am one for one yep. wrong no, no, no. You were correct in their ruling. What you, you were only wrong that you said, I can't believe we have to bring this up. No, again, no, Jen. no. Let's just, they anyway, you were the right. Okay. You were right. Okay. All right. So now here we go. This is the kind of case that deals with something, the kind of thing I used to have to deal with all the time in federal sentencing. It is the, I'm going to tell you the man's name. Behave yourself. It is the United States versus Paul David Swallow. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Swallow and his wife apparently were into the meth. And one day his wife gave a guy 10 bucks. And he was supposed to bring them a little meth. 
They meet up a la- a later at a casino, and the guy says, oh, I-, I don't have your meth, and I'm not giving you back your money. Well, they didn't like that very much. So they follow him out to the parking lot, and the wife, I guess, eggs on Paul to beat the guy up, which he does. He punches him. The guy falls to the ground, and then he starts kicking him. Uh, he's wearing tennis shoes, and he starts he kicks him and kicks him and kicks him and stomps him, and the guy has permanent brain damage. So here he is in federal court, and it's an assault, and uh, the judge has to decide if there's a mathematical enhancement for the use of a dangerous weapon. Being the tennis shoes. The tennis shoes. Now, here's the definition uh, in the sentencing guidelines. Uh, dangerous weapon is an instrument capable of causing great bodily injury or death. And that's that's pretty much all you have to go yeah, on in yeah. terms of the so uh, obviously, guidelines helping obviously out. Obviously, a boot would work. Uh, that could easily be a dangerous weapon, uh, especially you go to the steel-toed boot, but even a boot. I'm going to say no as to the uh, no as to the tennis shoe. I don't know how a tennis shoe could be a dangerous weapon because uh, it is soft, and it doesn't add much to uh, the force of, of the kick. But the, the look you're giving me is the judge has said, oh, no, it's as dangerous as a, ni- as a Bowie knife, right? Well, they didn't say it's as dangerous as a Bowie knife, but they did rule uh, that the tennis shoes are a dangerous weapon See, I, I don't because get they may. Well, here's it. First of all, so you have some things that are inherently dangerous, right. like a gun or a knife. And then you also have things that aren't inherently dangerous, but if used to make your violence more, more effective, they become dangerous so weapons. It could be, so even rags tied around a foot would uh, be a dangerous weapon, according uh, to him. So the only way it would, you, the only way that you would not be a kicking someone, not where a dangerous weapon allegation is brought in, is you have to kick them barefoot. That's uh. I mean, I don't know if, let's say you were wearing ballet slippers. Okay. I don't know what well, they would but say. Tennis but shoes. Yes, your point is well taken. Bare feet is really the only way. How about if you haven't cut your toenails? Well, this is a good point. And I was thinking, okay, here's something that it's not inherently dangerous and it never could be, a Nerf ball. But what if you take a Nerf ball and you cram it down somebody's throat? Well, I, but you can And do, then they choke to death. So you could do that with uh, a marshmallow. You yeah. could do that with anything. All right. So I, yeah, I disagree with it. That is the, uh, that happens to be ultimately the, the blame is at the feet of the sentencing guidelines, which uh, are absurd. The feet of the sentencing guidelines. Very good. Uh-huh. Okay. One more. Uh, all right. Okay. Here we go. There's a couple of journalists. One of them works for Al Jazeera and uh, he is not an American citizen. The other one is an American citizen who works freelance for all kinds of places. BBC, Channel 4 over in the UK, Sky News, etc. Each of them sued the government, the United States government, and a bunch of people, including Donald Trump by name, because they say they're pretty sure they've been put on a kill list. The reason they think they've been put on a kill list is because they keep having near-miss drone attacks when they're reporting in Syria. That, for example, they're reporting from somewhere and they walk away and three seconds later, there's a drone strike right where they were and it keeps happening. And they're saying when you put us on this kill list, although they can't prove yet that they're on, but they suspect it, that you violated the rules that were put in place under President Obama for how a person can be put on the kill list. So here they are 
trying to sue the federal government for violating the rules about who gets put on a kill list. I Do they it, have a case? I no, I, because it's they don't have standing because it's a matter of whether or not they were on the kill list. You have to come in with other than just an allegation saying I think I coulda woulda. It's uh, there has to be a true connection to that. So I think they're out just on the standing issue. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, interestingly, the American citizen was found to have standing. And how so? Just uh, because by very nature of him being an American citizen? Yeah. And, they, in ignored, and he, they ignored the proof aspect well, of that's, it? That's not the end of the thing, though. You also have the problem of sovereign immunity, which you've talked about a lot. You can't sue the government unless the government says you can I sue would, us. I would think being put on a kill list, the government cannot argue sovereign immunity. Uh, I would be truly surprised if the sovereign immunity doctrine were involved in this. They did argue it. And the and the judges bought it. Well, kind of. Here's the thing. Sovereign immunity, when you talk about the government has to basically give you permission. There are certain laws on the books that kind of automatically give certain people in certain situations permission. Meaning it doesn't take a person in the government to say this particular lawsuit we will allow. So it depends on what law covers this procedure of putting the people on the kill list. And here they said this is one of those things that if you're alleging they violated the rules about this particular thing, you can sue and sovereign immunity does not apply. So the bottom line is... The guy who's not a citizen, he's completely out of luck. The guy who's a citizen has earned the right to pursue the matter further. It doesn't mean he's going to win. No, I understand, because then we go back to the proof issue. But just, see, I would guess just an allegation. Uh, Maybe it's all just probable cause concept. If you have enough to simply say, here's what happened. I was in those areas. There were American drones. It was a near miss several times. Therefore, there's enough there. To at least There's enough it. to move forward, yeah. and then I think in di- what would happen then in discovery, he probably gets to find out if he's really on the list or not. Unless it's a classified uh, issue. Then they go in Ooh. camera. I guess the judge gets to find out. Right. Maybe. All right. Thanks, Wayne. Thank you. And you looked We're, lovely today. Yeah, Instagram photo. At Bill uh, Handel Show is uh, a video on Instagram and a photo on Twitter of what you looked like today. At, and, and it's a fun one dealing with uh, do they have a case. We've never quite done.